0: Catastrophic fire danger conditions in the Greater Sydney, Greater Hunter and Illawarra Shoal Haven area of New South Wales today. 77 fires burning across the state, 36 of which are not contained. To give us an update, Greg Allen is from the New South Wales Rural Fire Service. Greg, good to be with us this evening. Yes, Stephen, thank you for the time. Um, A cool change has come through, but uh, not uh, the welcome reprieve you'd normally get from a cool change.
1: No, well, you know, a change is, of course, welcome in terms of temperature, but it can still make these conditions very dangerous. As that suddenly change moves up the coast, what you've seen with fires that are moving in one direction then become moving in a different direction. And normally it's the case that you've got a very small fire front uh, during the day and then where that fire's burnt the flank or the side of the fire where that subtly changed then can become the fire front so very dangerous conditions as we head into the rest of the evening.
0: Greg nine fires still at emergency warning level which is down from uh, I think 11 not that long ago so obviously um, the volunteers and uh, firefighters are, are getting on top of some of them but what does this change in wind direction mean which uh, of those fires are the ones that you're most concerned about?
1: Uh, Well, we're concerned about all those fires that are at the emergency warning level and, of course, all the fires at Watch and Act and Advice, but particularly the focus is on those at emergency warning. Currently across the state, uh, now we have 70 fires uh, nine at emergency warning, but we are seeing that change come up. I think at the moment it's around the Taree area. Uh, it'll be between Port Macquarie and Coffs Harbour uh, over the, uh, the early hours of between two and five. So our firefighters, our crews and incident management teams are taking that into, into account and changing their plans and making sure that they deal with this fire in the most appropriate way with the conditions that are at hand.
0: What are you expecting tomorrow and for the rest of the week?
1: Well, we won't be seeing the catastrophic forecast conditions. However, we will be seeing severe for the New England area. And then we have a very high fire danger for most of the, uh, the mid to north, northeast of the state. Uh, and across the Victorian border, we've got high to low to moderate. So certainly that focuses on the mid to the northeast of the state again. However, there is a total fire ban statewide again. So it's important that residents, no matter where you are across New South Wales, take uh, note of what the conditions are, be aware of those fires that are currently burning and please don't travel in the area those fires are burning if you don't need to.
0: Now, I know there's been a number of evacuations in those areas that are at uh, emergency warning level. Are there any further evacuations that you think are going to need to happen in the the sort of short to medium term?
1: I can't comment on that, Stephen, but what I would say is that residents do need to keep up to date with the information that's supplied. Take the advice that we are giving you. It is very important. Uh, the advice is there for a reason. So monitor conditions, take advice from firefighters, and again, know what it is that you're going to do if fire does threaten overnight.
0: Greg, how does it make you feel that uh, action has been taken against four po- four people that have been caught breaching total fire ban um, rules and regulations today?
1: Oh, look, it's awful. I mean, the total fire bans are there for a reason. Uh, whether or not it was done int- intentionally or not, uh, you really do need to know what's happening. And in conditions like today, any fire that starts can spread very quickly. And as we saw under those catastrophic fire danger conditions, life and property can be at risk. So if anyone is thinking of doing something like that tomorrow, don't. Uh, there are fines and there are penalties mm-hmm. in place for a reason. And we need to make sure that we do com- uh, protect communities protect lives, protect property as best we can. And of course, uh, if, if anything is done to be found that this uh, you know, this action is taken intently, uh, the full weight of the law will certainly come down upon you.
0: Absolutely. Now, before I let you go, Greg, you, you mentioned that the uh, fire uh, danger rating uh, will be uh, eased off a little bit tomorrow. Does that allow you to reallocate resources um, a little bit better and give you a little bit, I, I guess, a bit of breathing space tomorrow?
1: Uh, well, I wouldn't say there'd be breathing space, but certainly the conditions, if fires do take hold, won't be as uh, as bad, but we will certainly be seeing uh, very high and indeed severe conditions across New South Wales tomorrow. So uh, I would just say to all residents, don't be lulled into a false sense of security that although there's no catastrophic fire danger rating, it's still a very dangerous situation and everyone does need to continue to monitor the kitchens, uh, take the advice from those crews locally and the information through the fires in New South Wales out through the website, through local radio, and, of course, have that chat with your family so that it is uh, important that you and your family know exactly what you'll be doing if fire does threaten.
0: Good on you, Greg. We'll catch up with you in about an hour. Thanks, Stephen. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Greg Allen from the New South Wales Rural Fire Service.